All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Elite Talk Show. It has been a few weeks here, um, but we're glad to be back on it, just like AEW is back on the road. Uh, joining me, I'm Sarah, uh, someone who was at Road Ranger last night, Mr. Orlando. How you doing? I'm good. I'm tired. I was yelling a lot. Oh, my God, it was so much fun. I just, I miss wrestling so much. And you were up like, past the yeah, exactly. I got home like almost like one o'clock because like of course Miami with their traffic. That's why sometimes I don't really like going down to Miami because of ridiculous traffic, but whatever. But it was worth it. I liked it. I really enjoyed the show. It was amazing. I mean I imagine you know? traffic's gonna be like that for any big city, especially after a big show. No, but like when it comes to Miami traffic, it's it's a little different. Like it, it's almost like compared to like LA traffic, but uh, mm-hmm. it's a lot different. But it's, and it's ridiculous. It's almost every day, even on a weekend, it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So let's get right into it. We'll kind of do like there's not a whole lot of news um, on the AW front. Uh, the big news was last night, um, mm-hmm. Road Rager first theme show in a while for AEW and. The first one back on the road, and re- wrestling's coming to our towns now, which is great. Yeah, that crowd was li- live. It was just the energy was there. Like, you know, not like everybody stood up for important things, but everybody sat down and like really enjoyed the show. So it's just like, it was amazing. It was not like sold out. I saw like at least maybe 70%, okay. like full, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's just that, like, the, the, the place that they chose, it's, like, not a lot of, like, things go there, you know, because, like, where it's at, it's, like, in the depths of, like, downtown Miami, which is just, like, the traffic there, that's why a lot of people don't really go in there, you know? But mm-hmm. so when me and my friend Paul, uh, shout out to my friend Paul, he, he's now listening to the show, um, we went together, you know, and I haven't seen him in over a year, so I was happy that we were able to go together to see the show. So it was amazing. I loved it. I liked the, the how they set up the stage. It's just, it was good. I enjoyed it. That's great. So what was it like, you know, walking into the building? You know, you're in the parking lot or wherever it was you parked, and you know, heading into the building. Uh, we saw a couple pictures. Was the excitement building up? anticipation yeah well for me it was building up my friend he was just like oh we have to walk because we kind of parked a little far it was like maybe like maybe 10 blocks you know because like it's a parking garage so it was better to park in a parking garage than try to park in like some sort of meter or something so um no but i was getting excited and then i was just waiting just to see more fans and then as i was seeing fans and it was like my anticipation. And then the first person I see was that Brock Lesnar guy, you know, the one that always shows like, you know, with the green shirt and stuff. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was just like, oh yeah. So it's like live events is happening now. So. <laughs> uh, so you were there when they started filming Dark. Uh, was the crowd that was there, and I know it was full for Dark or, you know, the capacity they had wasn't there. Uh, were people excited for Dark Elevation? Well, people were just excited just to see wrestling in general. So there was a lot of people that wanted to stay for the whole show, like before and after Dynamite. So there was like, it was still kind of still had like, I would say like 50 to 60% capacity still. 
So, you know, so they were very excited, you know, and like, it was like, to me, I, it didn't seem like it was dark. It was more dark elevation. So I don't know if they're taping darks somewhere else or they're doing something different when it comes to dark. I heard a couple of things. I heard they're going to move dark to like a remote location, just film it, you know, one spot. I've heard dark might just be going away altogether once Rampage starts. So I just have to see what happens. Yeah. We have to say because like they filmed like at least two and a half hours of dark elevation for the um when I was there. So now, did, you, did you stay all the way to the end? Oh yeah, I did. Yeah, me and my friend, we wanted to stay until the end, you know, because like we haven't really seen wrestling live in like over a year, so you know. And so let's get into it. Um the show starts off, you know, the crowd's hot, you know, they play the intro music. Uh, the first match comes on. What impressions were you getting? Like, you could just tell that this is, like, dark elevation. Because, like, I saw Paul White, you know, they introduced him, you know. He didn't say anything until, like, after Dynamite. So it was more like Paul White was there. He waved to the crowd, and then he sat down with Tony Schiavone, you know. And then, you know, the first few matches, which is, like, um, a few women's matches. Hold on. Trying to remember where were the first matches that were there. I have to go through my uh, pictures. From, from what you told me, I believe it was Thunder Rosa. Yeah, I, yeah, it was Thunder Rosa first. Everybody, listen. When you're in Miami, you if you're a Latino, they're gonna cheer for you regardless. <laughs> you know, like the biggest uh, reactions were Thunder Rosa, uh, Sammy Guevara, uh, Andrade. You know. So it's just like they they wanted to like really cheer for the Latinos there, you know. Oh yeah, Santana and uh, and uh, Ortiz were getting like some cheers as well. So it's just like it's amazing. <laughs> uh, so the, so we get the dynamite road rager. Uh, the first match, uh, Cody versus QT Marshall in the South Beach Strat match. Uh, Cody comes out. To me, it sounded like he was getting cheered quite a bit. Oh yeah, um, you know had that all American kind of gear on yeah yeah that's what i was like thinking is like he put on that gear again i was like oh he's going back to this <laughs> <laughs> but no everybody was cheering for him you know there was this one person in the background like behind me like a few rows back he they was cheering for qt and then a, a guy like next to me he was just like the only qt fan here <laughs> i laughed <laughs> it was probably more anti-cody than pro qt but Maybe Probably, yeah. He's got a fan. Yeah. But no, they were cheering for Cody. They just wanted, you know, they were happy just to see Cody again. So it was just like they were cheering for him. So, yeah. Uh, so, second matchup we had uh, was the Inner Circle versus the Pinnacle, the six man tag match. Mm -hmm. Yeah, everybody, everybody was cheering for, of course, like Santana Ortiz and then, you know, Jake Hager. But, like, they were kind of like down because of the segment before, um, which I don't know if you want to get into that. I mean, because like, it was a good match. I didn't, I didn't mind it, but everybody was like, everybody's energy is like up and down for certain matches, you know? So mm -hmm. yeah, that's what I've noticed. So. Yeah. Then I'm trying to think, I think if, I forget the exact order of stuff happening. Um, yeah. I think like first it was Cody and, um, and uh, QT was the match. Yep. Then I think after that was, um, I think that's when um, the segment with uh, Kenny Omega happened. Because 
I remember yes. like, you know, yeah. So, and then when Hangman Page came out, everybody was loud. Oh yeah. Like that, that was like the loudest reaction for that. Uh, that one. And then another one we'll get to that segment. So. <laughs> and you, you could tell the crowd was popping then. And then when he, you know, he had his hands on the ropes, getting ready for that buckshot Larry, he was just standing there. Yeah. Everybody was like, do it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is. <laughs> Yeah, they're not. Yeah. They're not gonna, you know, waste it. Then they're gonna wait till when they finally have their title fight. Yeah, exactly. I don't. I don't know. Like, they, I don't know if they wanna like wait until um, all out. I mean, if they wanna wait all out, that would be smart of them because, you know, that would be a uh, that would be a better payout. You know, to save it for the pay per view. I mean, we've got Fighter Fest coming up. They haven't really announced anything for night two so much, really. Mm-hmm. Do we see Omega versus Page for the title on night two of Fighter Fest? We could be. I mean, that's. I mean, that could be it. I don't know. Or fight for the Fallen. I think is end of July, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Probably. Yeah. I mean, we have to say, like, I don't know what would be like. Um, what would be um, what would be the main event for there? So we we'll have to say. What if they do something? You know, like they have it on night two of Fighter Fest or fight for the Fallen. Uh, you know, they have him as the main event for the title. Some shenanigans happens, you know, so Kenny you know, keeps the title. And then for All Out, they do another, they do a rematch for the main event where it's like no disqualifications or something. I mean, uh, maybe. Or they could. what they could do is Kenny and uh, the Good Brothers versus Hangman and two members of Dark Order. Probably Silver and Reynolds or yeah. maybe Uno and Ten, Uno and Stu. Yeah, because like Evil Uno is the one who has been advocating for him to get the t- title shot, so I think that would be smart, you know. And it looked like Stu was hanging in there with Kenny Omega for a little bit. Maybe he gets a one-on-one match before Hangman as well. Yeah, I, I'm thinking that so that that way he'll probably like rub it in, you know, Hangman's page and make it personal, you know. So it's just like yeah. because like it's interesting that like Dark Order is being the one, the ones that are setting this up for him. So it's just like. So it's just like if he takes one, each of them out or a certain one member of Dark Order, you know, so that'd be fun, you know. Yeah. I mean, like when it, when it's all out in September, right? And we're in, Yeah, September 5th, it's Labor Day weekend. So we're like a month and a half. So yeah, so they could easily do like, you know, set up like little match, grudge matches and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and vignettes and stuff. Yeah, that'd be smart. By the way, everybody really reacted to Britt Baker's promo. It was like, ooh, shots fired. Did <laughs> shot at WWE? Yeah, because of the blood buddy thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, damn, Britt. I was like, shit. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, everybody reacted really well for Andrade's uh, debut match. Um, everybody really got excited when he was doing the three amigos in front of uh vicky guerrero mm-hmm. sweet you know of course we got an eddie chance yeah, so yeah so let's talk about andrade making his debut against matt saito uh, matt saito was you know hot he's in the top five rankings um so you, you know you have him you know on a streak and then you got andrade elito making his debut which mm-hmm. by the way props to his you know ring gear um 
I don't think they confirmed it, but it definitely like a tribute to Black Mask. No, yeah, comics. it is. Yeah, because I think he put up a photo of it um, that it was a Black Mask. So, um, so yeah. So it was. I didn't yeah. expect him to uh, be wearing like like pants pants because <laughs> something. I keep hearing conversations next to me because everybody was very loud. It was like, so you're gonna dress in like shoes and like uh, dress pants? You're gonna wrestle in that? <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah, that I mean, strange, like, but I mean, it goes strange, with him because, because, yeah, yeah. I mean, it goes for him because of his character. So, I mean, I didn't mind it. Mm-mm. Yeah, it definitely worked. Yeah, but, but yeah, no, it was see, good. Good to see him get the win in those two put a hell of a match. I wouldn't mind seeing them work together a little more as well. Yeah, but it was it just me, or did he do his finishing moves wrong? Because it seemed like he didn't hook the leg. Uh, the the head right, like he normally does it, like almost like in a DDT form. Like he didn't do it like that. He did it more like a, like a, like a face buster in a sense. I don't know. Yeah, I think maybe he's trying to change it up a little bit. What his finishing move was, you know, maybe keep the same, you know, hammerlock style, but do something different. And he did the, right. uh, you know, he did the knees a little different too, where he did it to the back of Matt's head on not the face. Mm-hmm. Right. I figure that much. Maybe it's something like you know how Jericho says whenever he comes back or goes somewhere else, he you know he changes things up a little bit. Mm-hmm. So maybe he did the same as well. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, right around I think it was right before that, either right before or right after, uh, we had the Jericho and MJF face off, and yeah. of course, you know the drunk fan rushing the ring. Everybody was just like, oh, that fucking idiot. It's like, kick his ass. Everybody was like, hey, you know. <laughs> I mean, like, no, because, like, here's what happened. Like, MJF came out. It was, like, during commercial break. And then he got the mic. And then he was insulting the fans, of course, as usual. I think he was, call- he was like, saying, like, a lot of us all hicks. I'm like, you do realize you're in Miami. I mean, it's majority Latinos. It's not, you know, but uh, whatever. Anyways, so. Um, of course, he was insulting everybody's weight and everything, like calling everybody fat, whatever, because of the pandemic. Now you want, you guys now want to come out, da 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 da, then insulting Miami, whatever. So stupid. Then of course Jericho comes out, and then everybody's singing to the song, and then like you know, I was not singing, so. No. <laughs> you know? No, but I enjoyed it because I was there, so I actually liked it. It was like I was like, okay, now I get why, you know. So, you know, so yeah. But of course, that drunk fan ruined that moment. <sighs> well, we did get two, you know, good memes out of it, though. You know, Jericho. Yeah, you know, I should have let him in the ring, kick your ass. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Yeah, no, he was like very. Fu- he was getting fired up. Like I, I noticed that he was kind of like, I don't know, it was like if he was under the weather or something. But because of that fan that came in, really fired him up. Because this promo was like really on fire after that. And there was another fan video that came out too uh, that had looked like Justin Roberts was about ready to get physical with the fans too. I was like, whoa, okay. Yes, I know. I saw that too. I was like, <laughs> where did I? I didn't, no, I thought it was security. I didn't realize that that was Justin Roberts. I was like, oh, okay, Justin. <laughs> He's got all that uh, that COVID you know anxiety built up. Of course. Probably, probably he got anxiety from that choke out that Daniel Bryan did to him years ago. <laughs> uh, so let's talk um, the five leaders of Jericho. You know, 
MJF pulling out of the Hercule out of the Greek mythology lore. Um, gonna make Jericho fight five matches back to back, all in different stipulations, which he's probably not gonna know ahead of time, but mm-hmm. definitely gonna be interesting. I'm just wondering who is he gonna choose. That's the thing. Is it gonna be him or is it gonna be He's MJF is the final one. So it's kinda of like a gauntlet match type thing. So I imagine it's gonna be the inner circle. Or the pinnacle, I mean. It could be, yeah. I mean, he could be smart and just choose somebody else, like choose other people instead. You know, you know how many people would love to wrestle Jericho? Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, like, I think Anthony Bowen was so happy that he wrestled Jericho, you know, so. I'm sure. Yeah, of course. You figure figure there's four others, and you got FTR, there's two. Then you've got Wardlow and. um, And then, of course, uh, Sean Spears. uh, Sean Spears, yes. How you know what it could be a good curveball? Make a handicap match. It'll be a, like that. Would be one match. He he mm. didn't specify. He didn't specify. It has to be one person. So I that that came into my head. Ooh, that's a good one right there. Could be an FTR two on one handicap match right before he has to fight MJF. Yeah, or or it could be FTR and Tully versus Jericho. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe you put uh, Sean Spears in, in with him as a, as a chairs match. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. And then Warlow, like, in what, in a cage match or something? I don't know. That's just... Yeah, cage match would definitely be, you know, it's just thing, cage matches. Yeah. But all in all, I enjoyed the segment. I, I don't know, like, uh, like I noticed that Jericho was, like, kind of, like, I don't know, under the weather or something. But because of that junk fan really, like, motivated him or something, like, really pissed him off. So he got mm-hmm. very fired up, which I would be too. Shit. Listen, fans, everybody that goes to live events, don't jump the barricade. Let the fan, let the wrestlers do <laughs> their thing. You know, you can insult them, you can give them a middle finger, but don't jump over the barricade, please. If you get, you know. if you get to the ring, you're gonna have a bad time. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's you will. <laughs> So let's talk about the next segment, the one that had everybody all fired up. It was next up. Uh, Tony Schiavone Tony gets in the ring to interview uh, Arn Anderson. Mm-hmm. Power outage. Lights go out uh, for a little while. Mm-hmm. JR, sell, JR next color is selling it. Lights come on. Boom. Malachi Black. Or Tommy yep. and Alice Black, whatever you want to call him. Boom, yeah. black no, no, I think they're, I think they're going to use Malachi Black. I think that's the yeah. name that they put, you know, but um, yeah. it's interesting, though, because I when I was listening to a podcast, they actually said it's like, you know, they kind of teased it because the power outage went out during Cody's match, mm-hmm. which I was just like, everybody was like wondering about that. I was like, wait, is somebody coming out? And then you don't see anybody. It's like, and that's when everybody was like booing. It's like, what the fuck is that? You know? Mm-hmm. And then this came out. It's interesting. Like, uh, uh, Tommy N was not under the ring. He had to come out from the stage and then had to run into the ring and then be in behind uh, Art Anderson for the effect to happen because I was able to actually see it. And then everybody was just like mm-hmm. pointing it out. Wait, somebody's running into the ring. Who is that? Who is that? Who is that? And then... And then when they saw who it was, everybody stood up like, ah! <laughs> yeah. So Arn Anderson ate a black mess as well as Cody right afterwards. Mm-hmm. 
you know, Cody, yeah. thankfully, maybe doing it QT, and now we get a feud between Cody and Malachi Black. That's going to be great. Oh, yeah, it would be. Yeah, I can't wait. I just, I'm just wondering when, uh, like, I'm happy that he has his debut, you know? I just can't wait just to see who you face. And I love it. I love the fact that he's still selling, you know, the injured eye. He's got that contact in that makes it look dead. Oh, somebody's going to bring that shit up. Watch. <laughs> he, I still, unfortunately, have not watched. He put an Instagram story up, like a mm -hmm. teaser video. And apparently he addressed it in that. But I forget exactly what was said. Yeah. But. Oh, I saw on Twitter that Buddy Murphy uh, chimed in. He's like... Mm -hmm. Oh, congratulations, buddy. But how's the eye? <laughs> yeah, and it makes you wonder if Buddy Murphy is going to uh, end up in AEW. Yeah. I, I, I saw more as an impact guy, but if they're still teasing the storyline, you know, maybe. Yeah. I mean, I mean, for me, I think I would love him in New Japan. I think he'll mm -hmm. be, a, he'll be a, a amazing talent in New Japan, you know? So... I mean, he has his options open, so he's just waiting for his 90 days to be up, so. I mean, he's he bulked the hell up. If you haven't seen a pic recent picture of oh, him, yeah. guys, go look it up. He is, he's jacked. Oh, no, it's funny. Uh, they posted a meme for him. It was like uh, when you had a girlfriend and when you're in the breakup. <laughs> Where it was yep. a Liam Mysterio. <laughs> I was like, damn. I was like, oh. but yeah, but I'm happy for him. It's just like, you know, for... Um, so I can't wait just to see what he can do. Did you see the story uh, that came out today about how he was able to debut after 30 days and not the normal 90? Yeah. My friend was, like, reading it as we were driving home. He was like, he laughed. He's like, Vince, did you realize that he was under NXT contract? He was, like, laughing his ass off. <laughs> yeah, so for those that don't know, uh, when you move from NXT to the main roster, as, as you know, it's called there, Raw SmackDown, uh, when you're next to you have a 30-day no-compete clause. When you're in Raw SmackDown, it's a 90-day no-compete clause. When they had him sign the new contract, they never updated that clause for the no-compete. So he was still technically under the NXT no-compete clause, which was 30 days. That's why we saw him now and not two months down the road. Yep, which I bet you Vince is, like, beating himself up. It's like, damn it. Oh, someone's in trouble. Back. Yep. Those exact probably are pissed off now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, so aside from Cody, you know, maybe who's one feud you'd love to see Malachi Black in? Oh, well, of course, Kenny Omega, you know, that would be fun. Uh, I would like to see him face the Bucks, you know? I mean, I, mm -hmm. the Bucks, whatever. But, you know, like just to see like how he will handle their style because they're very quick with his striking abilities because like, you know. I would love to see him face uh, either Pac when he comes back or Pensa. Oh, everybody's like major. about that. Yeah. Pensa? I think Pensa and Black would be amazing. Ooh, yeah. Pensa, yeah. Mm -hmm. Trying to think who else. Hold on. I'm trying to think. I don't think he... Oh, has he faced Miro? Oh, no. He faced Miro in tag team. But he never faced him one-on-one. -on -one. That would be mm -hmm. interesting. Uh, next up in the card, we had the mixed tag match. Uh, Chris Statlander and Orange Cassidy of the Best Friends versus Bunny and the Blade. Uh, I know we were all kind of wondering if they were going to follow the new traditional 
you know, men only fight the men, women only fight the women, intergender or mixed head rules, or if it's just going to be a free for all. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was good to see, you know, them have the traditional male versus male, female versus female, but they still kind of mixed it up a little bit, which was yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And that four fifty from Satellite was was on point. Yeah, um, this was this was the match that people were not feeling, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, they love Orange Cassidy though, but. This was the match they were really feeling too well. And I think because the energy was so loud when, you know, uh, Tommy Ann was there. So I'm thinking that it drained the energy. So it's I mean, just like you, everybody was how like... How do you follow that? Yeah, exactly. How can you follow that, you know? So, yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you, I know we talked about this in our private chat, but how do you feel about Stantlander's finishing move? I I don't mind it. I mean, she could do it right. There's some moments where she does it wrong or... Like the girl doesn't hold on to her really well, and then like it almost like it seemed like she's about to break their neck and stuff. Yeah, so it just makes you worry that someone's gonna not hold on right, or they're gonna someone's gonna screw something up, and someone's career is gonna end. It just, it just looks too ris- risky for me, and I hope she finds mm-hmm. something different. Maybe she uses that four fifty as her finishing move in the future. Yeah, I mean, like they don't really have a woman that's doing like high flying moves a lot, you know. Yeah. So it would be good for them to do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, uh, you know, we had the little hurrah with Dan Lambert uh, appearing with Amanda Nunez and Jorge Mazaval. A uh, little promo, and then Lance Archer comes out and takes care of business. Yeah, and then everybody was booing him really loud, and then that's when... Um, uh, Murder Hawk came out and destroyed mm-hmm. him. So. It was a little weird segment. Everybody like questioning it. It was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. But, you know, but it's whatever. You know, time. Like, little time filler. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, next up, we had the main event, which was one hell of a main event. Oh, yeah. uh, oh no, no, no. Eddie Kingston fired up the crowd. He came out. And they were on commercial break. He was pissed off. He was like, I want to beat up the Bucks. Go ahead. I'm tired of these commercials. I want to fight. <laughs> it's been too long that I've been around crowds. Like, you should have heard him throughout that time of the commercial break. He was so fired up. He was so ready. Because this was his literally his first live crowd, live mm-hmm. road kind of, like, match since he's been with the company. And it's been, like, what, over a year now? Yeah. About, about a 15, year, maybe. 15, 15, 16 months since yeah, the pandemic about. started. Yeah, so it's like it was literally his first ever match, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, and everybody was cheering him. It was funny. Somebody flipped him off and he was like, oh, I love you too, bro. No, fuck you. Anyways, I want to fight the bugs. Let's go. And then like Penta was on the ropes and everybody's like chanting his thing, you know, like saying, stand up, yeah. <laughs> you know, I was into it. I was like, yeah. Pizza. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Now, I, I don't know what angle you had, but the TV angle wasn't that great for it. Did Kingston really have those thumbtacks in his mouth when he got kicked at the yes, end? Yes, he did. No, 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 he did, yeah. Yeah. No, Ooh. it was weird. Some other camera angles that they were doing because if you watch, um, if you guys going to watch next week, uh, Dark Elevation, they look to the stage because it seemed like there's like a main camera there, which is weird because the crowd is behind them. 
which I don't get why they would do that. Hmm. You know? So yeah, so maybe the, it was maybe a mix up where the hard camera was. Probably, I don't know, but it was really weird because like throughout some of the tapings, they all would look at the center of where the stage is. Like, you know where Cody came out? They were yeah. all looking in that direction. Hmm. All of them. You know? So interesting. But yeah. Yeah, so but uh, it was funny because a lot of people were like, "What are they supposed to be this uh, this time?" The Bucks when they were coming out in those like the ridiculous outfits this uh, this time. Um, somebody was, <laughs> yeah, it was like, "Who is that? It, could it be somebody?" Like they were like really analyzing it because they know how the Bucks are. I was like, "They're just." I thought like they were just trying to be white trash or something. <laughs> you know, either that you know, trying to turn people down, you know, down in Miami. I don't know if shorts are a big thing down there, or maybe just trying to mock Cena a little bit. Yeah, yeah, maybe it was probably more mocking John Cena. Because they've been mocking certain wrestlers. Like, they mocked, um, who was it? Um, uh, Seth Rollins, and I forgot who else. Um, so it's, I think they've been mocking certain WWE wrestlers. So, yeah. you know. Maybe we'll find out on BTE next week. Probably, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> uh -huh. uh, but yeah, but no, that main event was that was amazing, though. Yeah. You know, of course, people complained because when Frank Kazarian came out, they thought that was John Moxley. They wanted to see John Moxley, but he was not there. I was a little sad, but I was happy to see Frank Kazarian. Like he's still like trying to be that like elite killer kind of like gimmick, you know? So yeah, and I can't remember if it was Tony or Jr. One of them called him. Which referring to as the elite hunter now. So, you know, interesting gimmick. Yeah, it is. I'm just wondering who he'll eliminate, you know, because he has to eliminate somebody or they're going to eliminate him. I don't know. So, maybe Cutler. Yeah, probably Cutler. Uh, yeah. But no, that main event was good. Everybody really was enjoying that main event. Like, I heard so many different chants. Like, holy shit, uh, AEW is like, this is awesome. Like, holy shit, fight forever. Like, it was like so many different shit. Like, people couldn't get, like, coordinated on because of the main event. It was, like, funny. But I loved it. It was just, like, so good. But, of course, the Bucks won. Yes. <laughs> I wanted a shocking, I wanted a shocking win just so that I could be so happy, like, just to rub it in people's faces. Like, the Bucks lost, yeah. Well, come on, you, you got Malachi back. What else do you want? Yeah, I know. You know, no, no, no. I enjoyed the listen. I enjoyed this, uh, this mm -hmm. uh, uh, Road Rager. It was so good. It was like the first really real show back in a long time. You know, I can't wait for them to come back again. Oh yeah. So yeah, Tony Khan cut a promo after they cut off the air, mm -hmm. and then he was like saying like, "Oh, give it up to Eddie Kingston. You know, this is his first time. You know." in the live crowd since he's been with us, you know, give it up for him. And thank you very much, guys. Don't leave yet. We still have a lot more coming out. You know, just like cheering up out and everything, you know? So it was good. Nice. Mm -hmm. uh, so out of a one to 10, how would you rate last night's show? Well, I'll give it, I would give it, um, I would give it, a, I would give it a nine out of 10. I think, to be is it's like getting back in the rhythm of going to a live crowd. And I forgot that they tape like uh, two hours worth of content for mm -hmm. YouTube. So it, it got, yeah, like me and my friend were just like, oh my God, I forgot that they do tapes. 
<laughs> it, was, it does get a little exhausting sometimes. But no, I enjoyed it. It was fun, you know? Yeah, so for me, yeah, I imagine the crowd adds a little bit to it. But for me, I think it was about, about an 8 out of 10. It's the first, first time in, as you know, probably a few weeks or so that I've stayed up to watch AEW all the way through live. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, let me ask you, like, when you were watching it on TV, like, did you feel the crowds, like, like, chants oh, yeah. and everything? Oh, oh you yeah. did? Oh, okay. It, it's definitely a lot better now. Yeah. It's just like that arena, that, that place, that theater, it was a theater. It was not an arena. It was a theater. Mm -hmm. So it's basically for, like, for plays and, like, you know, like, kind of, uh, or, like, musicals and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if it could hold, like, a live event like that. So they kind of show that you can do it in those type of theaters, so. Yeah. Um, the arena that, when it comes to Rochester in a couple of months, the one I'm going to, it's like a minor league hockey arena, so that's like perfect for it. Mm -hmm. And a rumor going around is they're gonna do like some sort of Brody Lee Memorial Tournament, and that night would be the finals, which would be, which should hold us some sort of surprise. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, do you want me to tell you some surprises that happened? We'll do it off the air. This way we don't spoil anything for anybody that doesn't want to know. Oh, okay. That's fine. Yeah, you guys get to see it next week on Dark Elevation. Go ahead and watch it. Mondays mm -hmm. on YouTube. So next week it will happen. Uh, one of, we'll get to one news bit. Uh, you know, it came out that Tony Khan uh, didn't pay you know, the pyro guys from, you know, the death match between Omega and Moxley. And, you know, they refunded him. They understood what was going on. Uh, came mm -hmm. out, you know, we found out that he hired, you know, pyro guys, not, you know, like wrestling specific pyro guys, more like Hollywood pyro guys. I think oh, that's, okay. that's what might have caused, you know, the embarrassment. But he says he'll never do that again. He'll hire the right people that he should have done in the first place. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, look, he learned his mistake, you know, mm -hmm. so you can't really blame him. I mean, like, it would have, uh, like, if it would have worked out really well, we would have been talking about it for probably now. They were like, remember that barbed wire match? That ending? Mm -hmm. What? You know, so yeah, so, you know, I mean. And of course, next week we have um, Fighter Fest and Night One. Let's look at this lineup we got so far. This is a really good match card that we got next week. Uh, so I'm mad at some of them. I'm so mad about it. Sorry, I put it with <laughs> uh, So we got Brian Cage against Ricky Starks for the FTW Championship. Mm -hmm. Ethan Page and Darby Allen in AEW's first coffin match. Matt Hardy versus Christian Cage. Penelope Ford versus Yuka Sakazaki. Hangman Page is set to speak. And John Moxley defending the IWGP US Championship against Carl Anderson. Mm-hmm. Sounds really good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sounds like someone's getting kicked out of uh Tess's faction and then a TW championship match. Yeah. I'm just wondering. I don't know because like uh, because I don't know. We'll see. I think people are expecting Cage to get kicked out. But I think they're gonna swerve it and kick Ricky Starks out. That's a little nice little twist. Mm -hmm. Well, you know what? That explains a segment that happened where I was at. I, I don't know if they're going to show that at Dark Out of uh, Elevation. Because, like, I think they showed it, like, on, on Dynamite, right? 
like remember they showed like a little clip of uh, like a little segment of like Ricky and um, Brian. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I'm so, pretty sure they showed so something. I, yeah. So so what happened was of course like you know like Will Hobbs had his match at Dark Elevation, and then of course Ricky Starks comes out, and then he had security. Um, so he's standing there doing a promo, insulting um, uh, Brian Cage. And then Taz comes out. He didn't like the fact that he was doing that. So, and he was standing there with, with, with Hobbs and, uh, with, and, uh, and Hook. So he sounds like he's at the outs with uh, Ricky Starks, which I think I have to kind of catch up because it seemed like it's happening during Dark Elevation because it's not on the main show. So, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then of course Brian Cage comes out because he wanted to attack him and stuff. And but like Taz didn't really do anything. He didn't like you know acknowledge Brian Cage either. So I don't know. Maybe I'll kick out both of them. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we'll that see. could happen. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, then we got Yuka Sakazaki who is making her return. Uh, so that's good. She's she tend to be one of the crowd favorites. Oh my god, the crab made me laugh with the chant that they decided to do for her. That's so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know what it is? <laughs> you can tell me later. We will. Yeah, we will I'll tell you later. Yeah, yeah, who I'll you, tell you later. Who do you expect to win between Hardy and Christian Cage? I didn't have to give it to Hardy because, like, he's already lost so many matches. I think he's going to have some shenanigans because, like, you know, because I'm trying to think when was the last time they had a one-on-one -on -one match. Because it had to be a while ago. Was it Ring of Honor? No, no, no. I don't think uh, <laughs> Christian was in Ring of Honor. No, no. Uh, Christian was in Ring of Honor, but it was be uh, after his first run with WWE. He left, went okay. there for a few moments, then he went to TNA. So Matt, uh, Matt Hardy was still with WWE at that time. So probably so it, it had to be. In it had to be in WWE probably around like the 2005, 2006. I'm thinking that was probably the last time they faced each other. It had to be some point when they were both in WWE, maybe when both mm -hmm. the teams first split up. Probably. Mm -hmm. So strange. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just wondering like, why is Bully Ray not? Is he like retired or something? Like he should go to AEW. Who Bully Ray? Yeah, Bully Ray, enjoy the fray with his friends. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm not sure. I know he's not signed with any promotion. He's just doing um, the morning show that he does. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, like, he did do some dates with Ring of Honor, but I don't know what happened. I don't know. Like, I think he stopped before the pandemic happened, so I don't know. I know his contract ran out, and they just... They didn't resign him. Okay. Nice, thanks. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to pull up here on Cage Mask just to see if it'll tell me if they've ever if they've ever fought before. 2010, uh, Matt Hardy attacks Christian on the Peep Show, so they probably had a feud right around 2010. Oh yeah, that's right. He did leave WWE after the pod. Because like I think Matt Hardy, because Christian came back around 2010, and he was in ECW. Hmm. Also, yeah, a decade. Yeah, 
2010, yeah. Hmm. I would I would say a decade. Yeah, because like I know uh, Matt left uh, WWE after like what 2013, 2014, and that's yeah, when he was with uh, yeah. So, so yeah, so the decade. There you go. <laughs> that's all of it. All right, so we'll end our show here for tonight. Uh, thanks again for watching or listening. Uh, don't forget to check us out on Buckle Bomb ENT on Twitter. Uh, find us on YouTube, subscribe, uh, Facebook page and Facebook group. You can find us, chat with us in our watch alongs or discussion threads. Uh, yeah. Find us, you know, rate us, give us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Let us know that you like us, review it. Orlando, where can they find you? Uh, you can follow me at uh, Twitter at Orly1985 underscore BBE. Go ahead and give me a follow. Thank you, everybody, for liking the tweets that I was sending out during yes. AEW's Dynamite. And also, in just over a week, uh, we're going to have our first Buckle Bomb Family Feud show, Buckle Feud. Uh, that'll be 4 p.m. Eastern, Saturday the 17th. That's Money in the Bank weekend. So don't forget to check us out then. Have a great night, yeah. everyone. Bye.